Welcome to today's TLC. Whether you found this podcast on my website, through the emails I send, or simply from a friend, I'm glad that you've decided to add some TLC today. Hello, my friends. Are you reading a book right now? Truth be told, I don't read books very often. I listened to them. But one of the books I do pick up every once in a while is one called Screw Tape Letters by C.S. Lewis. And although it makes my brain hurt sometimes, it is a fascinating read. The storyline follows a wise old devil who is writing letters to his nephew, a novice demon in charge of securing the damnation of an ordinary young man. And in these letters, he's tutoring his nephew how to tempt this young man. Reading these letters can leave you a little bit frustrated at times, but it also gives you some insight to beliefs that we may have that are really not useful. I want to read you an excerpt in one of the letters where the uncle is trying to teach his nephew about the nature of humans. Humans are amphibians half spirit and half animal. As spirits, they belong to the eternal world, but as animals, they inhabit time. This means that while their spirit can be directed to an eternal object, their bodies, passions, and imaginations are in continual change. For to be in time means to change. Their nearest approach to constancy, therefore, is undulation the repeated return to a level from which they repeatedly fall back. A series of troughs and peaks. If you had watched your patient carefully, you would have seen this undulation in every department of his life, his interests in his work, his affection for his friends, his physical appetites, all go up and down. As long as he lives on the earth, periods of emotional and bodily richness and liveliness will alternate with periods of numbness and poverty. Although this passage highlights a conversation between devils, it also highlights a natural truth that you and I experience every single day. Troughs and peaks, lows and highs, periods of richness and poverty liveliness and numbness. This is what it means to be human. And we forget that sometimes. We feel like there needs to be this constance that once we really get to a point where we have self-mastery, there won't be the ups and downs. And that is a lie. One of the most freeing things you can do is believe that life is 50-50. 50% up and 50% down. And both of those balance together to make a beautiful whole experience. That's the way it was crafted. And resisting that actually increases the numbness, the negatives, the troughs. Reading this passage reminded me to be compassionate with myself while going through the different motions of being human. It also helped me feel renewed in my commitment to move forward through the ups and downs. Today, I want to show you how commitment 
will help you build confidence that will outlast your failures. Now, a quick side note. Last week, I talked about the power of self-confidence, a belief in yourself. But today, I'm talking about how you can build up your confidence, that assurance that you can do something. So think of something you want to work on that you felt hesitant to try because you aren't quite sure you can do it. I want you to just pick one specific action. For example, a specific action you might take is to exercise three times a week. You would also want to outline what type of exercise you're going to do where, for how long, and with who. The more specific you can be, the less likely your brain will be able to distract you with things that actually won't get you the results that you want in the end. All right, do you have a specific action and a result you're trying to create? Whether you do or you don't, I want you to pause. What are you feeling right now? Most likely, you're feeling a little unsure or resistant. Your brain might be overthinking things. You may have even thought about listening to something else because you're not quite sure you want to commit. Notice that chatter and how it makes you feel. This is what comes up when you start thinking about this goal. I asked you to pick something that you have struggled to commit to because you haven't really felt confident. So of course you're going to struggle to want to commit to do it. Of course you're going to feel a little hesitant and non-committal. You have some beliefs about this goal that are keeping you stuck. Whatever action came up, it's probably something that takes a lot of willpower for you to try and do. But remember, we have the secret to creating action. What drives your actions, your feelings, and before that, your thoughts or beliefs. If you're struggling with confidence, it's because your beliefs are not building that confidence. So how can you build confidence even if you're afraid of failure? People think that you need confidence to accomplish something, but it's not true. Confidence comes from evidence that you can do something. So where do you get that evidence? A well-known strategic coach, Dan Sullivan, wrote a book about a process of building evidence and confidence with a formula that can help anyone who wants to achieve greater success in any part of their lives. He calls it the four C's formula. Those four C's are commitment, courage, capability, and confidence. People who accomplish their goals are willing to move through all four C's. Let's break those down. C number one, commitment. Before you can have momentum or success, you have to be committed to doing something. This doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to be great at it along the way but it does mean that you are committed to trying through the ups and the downs, through the discomfort of growth. So often we think we want to do something, but we only halfway commit to trying. We're willing to do it until it becomes uncomfortable or until we fail and take that as proof that we weren't supposed to do it in the first place. 
when I learned about the four C's, I started taking inventory about what I committed myself to and what I only pretended to say I was committed to. Although it was a little messy to find all of those in my life, once I did, I was able to drop the things that I really didn't want to commit to and instead focus on true commitment on what was most important to me. And commitment is the most important part of the formula. It's where you find the thoughts and the feelings that will fuel the rest of the four C's and the intentional mental models that will guide you towards the results that you actually want in your life. But you have to be committed no matter what, willing to do and feel whatever it takes. I want you to think about this as if you're going to your favorite clothing store and you look at all of the possibilities that are there. You can pick up as many of the pieces of clothing that you want to go try them on in the dressing room, but you only buy the one that you love the most, the one you're committed to taking home. Because you're not just trying on an idea, you're actually going to be using it in your day-to-day life exchanging value for that idea to become reality, just like you would exchange money for the clothing that you get to wear. What commitment to yourself do you feel is worth the price of discomfort and growth? That's your next step forward. Find that commitment and mean it. That's C number one. At this point, you may be thinking to yourself, that's nice, but I've been committed before truly believing I was going to do something and lost it along the way. I hear you, my friend. Don't worry. We still have three more C's. C number two is courage. Following through on commitments takes courage. Courage is often a misunderstood feeling. It feels uncomfortable at times. Movies and stories make it seem glamorous and heroic. But on the flip side of that coin, you only need courage in a situation where there's also fear and danger and pain. A commitment to your goal requires that you add some courage along the way to go through those perceived moments of pain and danger and fear most of which are emotional struggles that come along with growth. You might feel committed to exercise, but it takes courage to navigate the physical discomfort of those first few weeks of moving your body. It also takes courage to let go of what other people think of you that may be watching. It also takes courage to try again the day after you don't follow through on your commitment. Like C.S. Lewis said, The dance between the peaks and the troughs, the liveliness and the numbness, requires commitment and courage to not just flatline and give up. Commitment needs courage, and courage can feel terribly uncomfortable sometimes. But discomfort is the price of growth, the price of your dreams. It also is a good sign that you're on the right track. Often we give ourselves such a hard time when we struggle to do our goals, like we should feel more confident that we can do it, or it should come easier to us. But that means you're not in the growth zone. 
that means you're just trying to do something that you already feel confident about. Building new confidence requires more courage, and that will lead you closer to those results that you want. There's another C in this formula that will help you move forward. C number three, capability. Discomfort builds and develops skills that will increase your capability. If you get out there and have the courage to exercise, the commitment to keep showing up each time, you will eventually build that muscle that will make you more capable. An important step on this phase of the formula is to acknowledge your wins. So often our brain wants to focus on all of the ways that we are failing. But remember, the ebb and flow is being human. And it's okay that it's a struggle sometimes. That's why we bring along courage. Have the courage to also see how capable you already are. That you are building that strength. The more you see that build, the more you'll naturally phase into the fourth C of the formula. C number four, confidence. The more capable you feel, the more confidence you will have. Commitment plus courage plus capability equals confidence. This is a formula that can help you achieve greater success in any part of your life. Start with a clear commitment. Add courage to go through the discomfort. Each time you do, you'll build that capability to move you forward. Seeing that movement, you will have more confidence. You do not need confidence to get the results you want in your life. You need commitment and courage. It's okay that you struggle sometimes. To overcome that struggle, you must first be willing to go through the struggle to the confidence on the other side. Here's today's TLC. Find a commitment that is calling to you. It could be drinking more water, making time for scripture study regularly, no matter how long of time that is, proactively scheduling your day, or healing your relationship with your body. Whatever it is, listen to the light in you and you'll know what is doable for you, what will help you grow. Do you have the courage to try out the four C's? Commit to your goal and be kind to yourself along the way. Have courage to go through the struggle, the ups and downs, the feelings and the actions. Patiently recognize your growth as your capability increases over time. And then use that momentum to find the confidence you've been hungry for. You are a creator. You can create whatever you commit to. But remember, as I shared in last week's episode, your value is not based on what you do. Remember who you are. You don't need commitment, courage, capability, or confidence to be okay today. You are already amazing right now, today. You don't have to change for that to be true. And 
wouldn't it be fun to see what else you're capable of and feel more confident along the way? Try it out. I'm confident you can do it. Keep shining, my friend. Life after therapy can be simple. Come learn how to think light, feel light, and live light at thelightcoach.com. I offer five free discovery sessions each week, and one of them is for you. Together, let's discover the joy that's possible in life after therapy.